Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C, kind of. A dimly lit room, room, deep in the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. On a Friday, headed into Thanksgiving week, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Surprise general manager today, Jack. I'm going with George Santos. During these days of death, war, blood, angst, disagreement, riots in the streets, we don't need fewer fat gay, compulsive, lying thieves. We need more of them. <laughs> I don't think I knew he was gay. He's gay? He's gay. I mean, he's Not blind. I mean, he's gay. I mean, he's blind. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's, uh, that's the least interesting part about him, of course. Okay, six minutes here, and I'll explain where I am, and then I want to talk about George Santos. So, uh... I'll be into the studio here in a little bit, but my son has a drum performance today. He plays in the uh, drum line in, uh, in his junior high band, and uh, they're playing at the grand opening of a business today. So cool. uh, I wasn't going to come, but then I decided, you know what? You only, you only get to see so many of these. So I, uh, I drove him over here, and uh, I'm going to watch him play for a few minutes and then come in. But they're already practicing. Man, the dancing part of the routines, he is. He did, the drumming part, he's fine. The dancing part? Not so good. He got to, he got my genetics. So funny, so funny. I was just <laughs> discussing that the other night with uh, 
some nice folks. Uh, it's just, you know, I don't know if science has identified the dancing part of the brain, but boy, mine doesn't work. <laughs> well, and it's, and it, man, it's one of those things. I don't think you can learn anything. It's just you either can or you can't. Yeah, you might be able to achieve some low level of competence, uh, but that's it. I mean, I've tried and I've tried, you know, doing plays and musicals and stuff like that. Oh, it was it was seriously, I don't know, it it felt like and and I don't mean this disrespectfully in any way. It felt like physical therapy after an injury or like a brain injury or something like that. I could not get my brain yeah. to do it. Yeah. Actually, that's that is a pretty good description. Yeah, it feels like you're uh, like uh, um yeah, like you're trying to learn to walk again if something tragic had happened. Yeah, you just can't make your legs do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Oh my God. The connections are not there. That needs to be studied more. Um, this is quite the funny small town atmosphere here with the grand opening of a little business and the the local school drums playing and the mayor and all this sort of stuff. Oh, I love that. That's that's America, man. That's damn right, it is fantastic. Fantastic. Um, so, what happened with George Santos yesterday? He finally is he's, 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 he's not running again. I heard him announce that, but he's not booted out or anything, right? No, no. It's just that he's announced that his political career is over for now, as he faces oh. almost as many indictments as Trump. Um, on the other hand, these are legit. Yeah, the the, the stealing. There's the drums. I might have to walk further away. Um, the. Uh, Turns out he was stealing all his campaign money and using it for all kinds of personal stuff, like trips and restaurants and stuff like that. And that's uh, that's a very provable, straight up crime. So it's not complicated like a lot of his other stuff. You know, one of our beloved listeners, and I wish I had the email handy because I think it's so clever, uh, pointed out the plot of um, the producers, like the great old movie slash musical. In, in which they uh, produce a show called Springtime for Hitler because that was <laughs> the worst idea they could possibly concoct, the idea being they would steal all right. the money that the backers put into it and the show would fail and they could disappear. That's a rough outline. Well, th our beloved listener quite cleverly said he thinks George Santos was doing the same thing and like right. in the producers, he accidentally got elected and then got all the scrutiny. Yeah, the producers became a big hit, and they didn't know what to do with it. And, uh, yeah, George Santos got elected. And you're right, the scrutiny. It, scrutiny, if he hadn't been elected, you know, good luck uh, hunting down your money and uh, given, find anybody who gives a crap that he, uh, he stole campaign contributions. I'll bet that is exactly what happened. And even if the, somebody had given the proverbial crap, they probably couldn't have found him because he'd have been eight states away uh, doing business under a different name, stealing from people. Yeah, if I could get slightly serious about this, though, um, uh, we've known for many, many, many years, everybody has known, politicians regularly spend their campaign contributions on personal stuff all the time. I'm running for office. That's why, you know, I need to travel. So you stay in five-star hotels and you fly in private planes and eat at really nice restaurants, you know, with all your family and friends. That happens all the time. In what way did he do, you know, that stuff different than most other people? That's what I would like to know. Well, yeah, he just, he was such a odd mix of uh, aggressively dishonest, but utterly bad at it. 
Um, that's the only reason that, that the whistle was blown on him. He's just, you know, maybe that's the criticism we ought to level. He's very bad at stealing from uh, contributors the way most co- politicians do. Well, let me tease something, and then i got to go, and then I'll be driving to the studio as soon as the performance is over. But th- I don't know if you've seen that new Fox poll that came out. Um, and it's actually a little more favorable toward Biden than some of the other polls. But some of the breakdowns of the other issues are geez, just amazing. It's it's stunning where we are, given where Trump was, you know, January 7th, 2021. But uh, we can get to that later. And I'm going to go watch my son play drums. Excellent. Enjoy yourself. All right. All right let's All right. Uh, yep. begin. You, okay, go. Let's uh, begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs, leaping into action at Mark. If it's a signal of acceptance and respect, how do we go about creating a safe space for everybody? That's a good question. A really good way to do that is to use inclusive language. Instead of saying something like, hey, guys, you can say, hey, everyone, or hey, team. That's idiotic, woke nonsense, courtesy of the United States Navy. Come on in, China. Come on in. You'll encounter very little resistance here. We'll just ask you your pronouns on the way in. You'll put a rifle bet to, butt to the side of our heads, and we, as we fade into unconsciousness, will say, what did we say? Did we offend them? Oy vey. Uh, stay with us, won't you? We have Clips of the Week coming up, the Friday tradition, uh, mailbag, freedom-loving quote of the day, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, hang around, would you? China! Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Happy Friday, friends. Thank you for being here. All sorts of good stuff to squeeze in today from the economic, the proverbial kitchen table issues to some geopolitics, of course. 
Uh, Ukraine has stalled. The war against Russia in Ukraine has stalled. Ain't no two ways about it. Difficult to imagine how there would be a substantial change in the situation. So where does the world go from there? That is the big question. And the answer is almost certainly somewhere extremely unsavory. If you've been on the side uh, of this conflict of shoving Russia out and understanding that Putin is an evil expansionist uh, kleptomaniac dictator. So sometimes uh, the good thing doesn't happen. Sometimes there are unhappy endings, but um, hard to imagine anything else. So. That and, and other fairs I mentioned, not all of it's so heavy. Uh, we have a mailbag coming up in a couple of minutes, including some f- fairly harsh and thorough criticism of my ideas about radicalized young women. Happy to air the dissent, uh, but right now it's time for the Friday tradition. Cow. Let's take a fun look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Three, two, one, lift off. You have the mic. Yeah. You have time. All right. Make your statement. This is your reminder that femmes with facial hair are so dang cute. It is reminiscent of the worst language used in Nazi Germany. You know, take the socks, you know, let's just put them in the drawer. The hand. That's not right. That's dirty. But as soon as you bring our kids into this, that's where you're going to bring hatred into it. Leave our freaking kids out of it. You are responsible for all of this waste of money, energy, resources, and my education. Hamas is really smart. They insinuate themselves in the hospitals, in the schools. You would love to see all the people that are calling for Israel to take steps to protect hospitals call for Hamas to vacate the hospitals and stop using civilians as human shields. Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad use some hospitals in the Gaza Strip, including Al Shifa. say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. That's true, because it's true. President Xi then said, there is room for the U.S. and China. We're going to work together like we did on fentanyl. This meeting yesterday actually delivered results for the American people. That's what the CCP is. It's a crime family, and he's the Don Xi Jinping. We should call him Don Xi Jinping. It was a clean shot to the kidneys, and I turned back, and there was there was Kevin. If I hit somebody, they would know I hit him. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up, then. You stand your butt up. You know, you're a United States senator. Do you yeah. want to fight me? Let's have coffee. Discuss our differences. Oh, oh that's oh, what you said. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. All right, well, let's sit down and have coffee. Let's do it. it. Wow. Wow, that was a roller coaster ride. It was jarring. It was shocking. It was disappointing. That's right. This is the fightening. I'd almost forgotten <laughs> my declaration of a new era in American life where everything comes down to your fists. Ladies, I'd get some of that uh, that uh, martial arts training that all the kick-ass women in action movies have. Um you got to wear a leather suit, though. That that's apparent from watching the Marvel movies. That uh, you got if you're wet, and you got to be super hot. So you've got to be model beautiful, 
wearing a tight leather suit, and be able to whoop the hell out of people with your hands and feet. That's the future of American womanhood, clearly. Guys, we'll just be fighting constantly, so begin your training. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Ironically, uh, our theme is beauty. I like this from Christian Dior, the great designer. Zest is the secret of all beauty. There is no beauty that is attractive without zest. So be zesty, clearly. I, I like that idea. That is your new life's mission, to be zestier. Unless you're already very zesty. You don't want to be over zesty and freak people out. I'm going to try to be more zesty. Michael, you? Yeah, I'll go for it. You're fairly zesty. You're somewhat zesty. Mailbag. Drop us a note, would you? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I wish I could answer more of them. I really do. It would be fun. But um, And, and some of y'all are so insightful and amusing and the rest of it. But gosh, I just don't have time. So apologies. Uh, sure enough, confirmed. The uh, Jeff sent this along. The traffic jam caused by those Bay Bridge protesters in the San Francisco Bay Area delayed the del- delivery of organ transplants. Organs for transplant surgeries, I should say, according to the University of uh, California, San Francisco. Not surprising. Uh, moving along, David writes, uh, guys, I think there's an angle to the Swift-Kelsey excitement you're totally missing. For those of us dads who love football and have daughters, I've found Taylor Swift's new interest in football to be a great thing. Now my daughter is interested in watching football with me. She's even started to ask questions about the rules of the game. So some of you purists may hate all the attention Swift is getting, but for me, getting to spend quality time with my daughter while watching football is a dream come true. I say keep it up, Taylor. David, that's beautiful, man. Happy for you. That's great. That's great. Uh, as I've said many, many times, I knew I would love being the dad of a son. But I was overjoyed, pleasantly shocked at how much I loved being a dad of little girls. And, and now adult girls. Just fantastic. Uh, this is a meme sent along by... Who sent this? Uh, I can't tell. Um it's uh, the woke sheep explained, man to woman. The man says to the woman, I don't think women should have any rights and LGBT people should be executed. She says, wow, what a complete primitive a-hole you are. You must be a conservative. And he says, no, actually, I'm a Muslim. Those are my religious beliefs. She says, oh, I'm so sorry. I apologize. I hope you don't think I'm Islamic phobic. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, how about this uh, from Russ? Oh, first of all, Katie, he mentions that the uh, peanut butter on Oreos, he said he, he had one of them and realized if he kept going, he would end up under a bridge stealing catalytic converters to continue his habit. Yes. <laughs> he said they were that good. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it is a combination a, that is not to be missed. A glob of peanut butter on an Oreo cookie. I'm telling you, it's life-changing. I love that idea. Oh, man. But no, I, I need less of that in my life, not more. Anyway, he says, I'd like to talk about TikTok. My 24-year-old daughter has recently informed me that she is up on current events because she watches the news on TikTok. She then informed me that she was mortified that the U.S. government is now drafting women against their will into the military. Wait, what? She was in a near panic, saying she didn't want to get drafted and sent to Russia to fight. I informed her that the U.S. government is, in fact, not drafting women, or men for that matter, and the U.S. military is currently all volunteer. She responded, it's true, Dad. I saw it on TikTok. 
I then reminded her, as I have many times previously, that TikTok is a Chinese spy-slash-propaganda app, and she shouldn't believe anything she sees there. She responded with, it's not like that anymore, Dad. How do you know, I replied. She answered, because I saw it on TikTok. Oi, we're screwed. Don't trust uh, China! Wow, is that that story? Russ from Portland, uh, uh, I believe him to be sincere. That's scary and shocking. Then this, we have time for this, I think. Uh, our hippie friend in San Bernardino, California, writes, I t- attended the University of Spoiled Children, USC, in the 70s and 80s. Well, uh, it was there it became clear that for many of the soft courses, many of the soft courses, the easiest way to get an A or B was just get in tune with a professor's philosophies and parrot them back. No studying, no thinking, just apery. I'm certain this is the same for college students today. That's why so many have such inexplicable positions on important issues. Universities created majors in fields consisting entirely of what we used to call Mickey Mouse classes, taught by professors who could never get a job outside of academia by simply regurgitating the whacked musings of their professors. These majors are popular with many students because they're easy. The universities love them because they're popular and attract students making the schools more money. After four years or six or eight, the students have become drones completely without the ability to think critically. Wow. I think you have nailed it, my friend. Much more to come. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. After you challenged a witness testifying before a Senate committee yesterday to a physical fight, Oklahoma Senator Mark Wayne Mullen told Fox News he was representing, quote, Oklahoma values, though... Based on his behavior, I have to assume Oklahoma Values is a dollar store outside of Tulsa. <laughs> well, there's a lot of fights at Oklahoma Values. <laughs> All right. Mildly amusing. Uh, I'm looking at... I can't remember. Do we have some Hunter Biden? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is worth uh, mentioning. 
The whole Biden crime family thing, influence peddling family business thing, is definitely moving uh, more into the spotlight, the, the mainstream spotlight. And it is extremely frustrating to those of us not on the left side of the aisle that uh, something has to become so big and so, you know, irresistibly important that the lefty media picks it up before you can get enough momentum to actually get anything done uh, in terms of scandals, especially uh, it, unless you have like the majority of the House and the Senate and can have all the committee meeting. Uh, you run the committees and, and the witnesses and that sort of thing, and you can push it forward. But it takes a certain amount of critical mass in the popular culture to really get these things going. And that's been lacking um in large measure because the media and the FBI and others have been actively trying to keep that critical mass from accumulating. But um, it's really starting to gain momentum. Michael, hit us with clip 40, would you? This is CNN, believe it or not. And what they're doing now is they are subpoenaing multiple witnesses, according to the sources that we're talking to. And those subpoenas are for documents and for testimony. So it's an active, ongoing investigation out in Los Angeles, apparently around Hunter Biden's business dealings. I love the way CNN is acting like, well, they've got to give their viewers kind of the ABCs of this, because this is a very new story. Hunter Biden seems to have some foreign business dealings that are quite odd. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, some of us have been quite aware of this for a very long time. Roll on, Michael. Now, one of the things that's really notable here that we hadn't seen before is we do know of this subpoena to James Biden, the president's brother, Hunter Biden's uncle. The connection those two men have, Hunter Biden and James Biden, uh, is that they have some business connections. It's possible that James Biden had some insight into the income that Hunter Biden uh, was bringing in at a time where he wasn't really paying his taxes. So I think the only significance of this and the uh, accumulating heft of it is that it will be one more reason uh, old man Biden does not run. Um, We have a number of months of continued hearings and testimony, including under oath, um, before my uh, my suspected uh, change of horses in midstream right before the Democratic convention. So we'll just have to see if that bears any fruit. Uh, it is unfortunate that this is, this is underappreciated, I think, that the very guy who concocted that utterly phony plea deal is still the, the, the lead investigator, Weiss. It's just unbelievable. Um, but we'll keep you up to date on that. We'll see what happens. I mentioned this. I want to go ahead and pay it off. I've mentioned uh, several times how interesting and uh, troubling it is how radicalized young women have become, especially in the U.S. on college campuses. And uh, you see it when you see one of those. Oh, do we have that uh, that enraged uh, gal from yesterday clip still? I don't have the sheet in front of me. It doesn't matter. Um, it's your typical... 18 to 26-year-old woman screaming into the camera, uh, spouting off all of the intersectional, uh, you know, nomenclature her professors taught her um, and how the, the oppressors must be overthrown, blah, 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 the usual the usual fare. Um, but that it seems to be very heavily female, the most adamant and radical of these uh, woke 
critical theory uh, nut jobs. And Melissa wrote, uh, hey, Big Freedom and Old Simple Jack, I'm a liberal among along the lines of Bill Maher who listens to your show to hear the views from the other algorithms. I think that is an incredibly clever way to put it, Melissa. Thank you. If people say that commonly, I haven't I haven't heard it, but that's very, very clever. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Michael. How are you doing today? I'm f***ing awful because you're here. This is defamation. This is libel. And you are responsible for all of this waste of money, energy, resources, and my education. You need to get the hell out of here. This is evil. It's evil. It's evil. I was actually thinking of the gal at the DNC demonstration, but that was just fine. Uh, so anyway, Melissa writes, I've been in lockstep with you in respect to Israel and the insanity of the pro-Palestinian anti-Semitic groundswell. I've never found myself in such staunch agreement with you before, and it makes me feel uneasy. Oh, you'll be fine. Oddly, it's akin to the same feeling you get when you realize you're looking for uh, a phone while talking on it. It's bizarro world. <laughs> Anywho, I just can't help but vent a little about why is it young, your quote, why is it young women are so radicalized? Talk about missing the forest for the trees. What are you talking about? Men are the ones who organize themselves and commit the most heinous demonstrations of the radicalization. Bombing, mass shootings, jihads, terrorist organizations, oppressive government regimes, etc. Show me a mass shooting by a radicalized woman ever. Well, you got that transgender uh, uh, girl who shot up the Nashville school, but it, it's, it's a rarity. I'll concede that. Uh, buh, buh, buh. Show me a female authoritarian. <laughs> My wife. That's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, show me a single female who's led any movement of any significance. The only radicalized woman I know uh, shot up a bunch of people in L.A. a decade ago, and she was with her boyfriend. Well, there there have been a number of women who've led movements of significance um, through through the years. Maybe fewer than men, but there have been quite a few. But I'll read on. So, I mean, Margaret Thatcher, there's all sorts of revolutionaries in the Asian world, the prime ministers who've been women, that sort of thing. But anyway, uh, so again, what are you talking about? Women are participating in some ridiculous radicalized protests, but they certainly aren't the genesis of the radicalization, nor are they likely to act upon the radicalization. January 6th was probably 10 to 1 uh, men to women. And again, none of the leaders were women. Women may be the sheep, but why won't you focus on the herder? Ah, uh, let's see. Is this, it gets it's getting a little long. Uh, we have a lot of sit-ins, hunger strikes, and uh, cat hats, but very few mass killings, jihads, extrajudicial killings, etc. And she says, "Well, I disagree with you both. Often, I do appreciate the job you do in your attempt to say fair and reasonable. Thanks, Melissa, and thank you for the note. I would t I will tell you this: we're talking about a couple of different things. First of all." Many radical political movements, particularly Marxist communists, they depend on a radicalized population that becomes the foot soldiers, often of the men. You're absolutely right. It's often men at the helm and men who end up doing a lot of the, the truly horrific historical murder stuff. Um but every radical movement will tell you it's easier initially to radicalize young women ideologically. And that's especially true now. And, and, not to, and it's not like 95 to 5 women to men or anything like that. But when you get women, particularly single, uh, unmarried, unchildbearing women, looking for belonging and purpose in their lives... 
And they have strong role models pitching them on a moralistic political movement. They flock to it. And you've seen it over and over again uh, in in the early Soviet Union, in Maoist China in particular. Uh, the Red Guard, Hitler Youth was more male-oriented, although there are plenty of girls involved, just because of the nature of that society. Um, but in the modern incarnation... Virtually all of this is coming out of the so-called soft sciences or soft majors in universities. I mean, the whole woke thing, critical theory thing, is all coming out of the soft majors in universities. And that's like 80% women in those fields. So right now, I mean, look at the founders of Black Lives Matter, old uh, the, the, the Marxist thieves. Um, who, who formed the national thing. And they're avowed Marxists. They said so. And all these women screeching about Palestine, the rest of it. Again, not exclusively women, but heavily women. That's where it's coming from. And this time around, it's pretty female. Education. How heavily female is the world of education? From primary education to, to post-secondary education. Right now, it's very, very heavily female. And this this is the probably a bad uh, analogy this is the birthing room of the modern neo-marxism it is remarkably female but you know if if my saying that makes you think that i'm somehow anti-female or blaming women or anything like that no no it's 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 a radical ideology i just think it's interesting that it's so heavily female anyway uh let's see what time is it yeah as long as we're doing a little email i'll hit you with this as well um, Joe from Dayton writes the, uh, the, uh, the Chinese, uh, wife of Xi Jinping. Do we have that music handy, Michael? Yeah, music critic Joe from Dayton, Ohio says the first Chinese, uh, ladies music sucks dead panda nads. You know, Joe, that phrase is... Indelicate at best. It's highly objectionable. Do better than that. Be better than that. Although he does say uh, she makes the Chinese, the Russian la 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 dude sound like a musical genius. <laughs> eh, that is funny. All right, so a check in on the lack of progress in Ukraine coming up. We can hit uh, Israel as well. Uh, the Israelis and the U.S. are uh, furnishing what proof they can that Hamas was using the hospital. Um, not as much as some people had expected they would have come up with by now, but we have analysis of that and why it's not quite as big a deal as some people are making it out to be. Uh, stay with us. Don't go away. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So it turns out old Rashida Tlaib is part of a secret social media group that has glamorized Hamas, is full of uh, anti-Semitism, Holocaust denial. Um, Not shocking. If this shocks you, you haven't been paying attention. The Palestinian American Congress group, of which Tlaib is a member, has featured pro-Hamas posts in the wake of the deadly October 7th attacks on Israel, uh, praising the martyrs and the fighters and the achievements of the resistance in northern occupied Palestine, including dozens of dead Israeli soldiers, pictures of dozens of dead Israeli soldiers, and the post included a picture of a Hamas fighter. So, again, if you're curious about how she really feels, how she really swings, I think you got a clue there. All right, uh, Jack will be back in a few minutes. Another big poll out revealing where the American people are, politically speaking. We'll have that in a couple of minutes. But first, let's figure out who's reporting what. It's the lead story with Katie Green. Thank you, Joe. New York Times. Israeli army takes journalists on controlled visit to Gaza Hospital. Yeah, we ought to dig into that whole, uh, do they have proof that Hamas was operating out of there? The answer is absolutely yes. But I found myself just super cynical about the question in a lot of ways because I'm like a lot of people now. I'll see a picture or a video or something. I think, well, that might be staged. It might be AI. It might be from another place. It might be from another time. Um, or Hamas might have faked this up, or the Israelis, knowing that they've got to have popular will on their side, might have exaggerated something. It's just, you don't know. From the Wall Street Journal, Israel's Generation Z flung from innocence into war. It's a pretty interesting article talking about how friends who grew up in a comfortable Tel Aviv suburb had talked for months about that music festival that they went to where everything changed. Right, yeah. I was also reading uh, and was reminded of the fact that uh, a lot of the people who are slaughtered and tortured and raped and set on fire were peace activists who lived in those kibbutzes right by Gaza because they believed that uh, the two peoples should live side by side. They hired Gazans. They worked with them. They volunteered in charities. They gave money generously. And those were the people who were the first to be slaughtered and raped and tortured by their good buddies. From the Washington Times, Biden wins big agreement from China on fentanyl. Quote, we are in a much better place. 
That is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. The Wall Street <laughs> Journal with a great takedown that we can get to later of how Xi Jinping, even if he intended to deliver on that deal, can't for various internal reasons right now. From the New York Post, Biden appears confused while standing with world leaders after struggling to pronounce their names. Yeah, yeah, he is so done. He, he had I a rough would, time yesterday. Oh, yeah. He looks so old and confused and doddering. And, you know, people are still in the in the halls of power where the conventional wisdom is uh, holds sway. Uh, they're still they're just now, I should say, starting to say, well, another term. He seems very old. Can he run? I'm telling you, I would take bets on whether he can finish his term. His decline is so notable now and fast. And everyone knows it. That's right, Marjorie. From USA Today, Republican candidates finally talking about mental health. Is there room for bipartisanship? Oh, gosh, I would hope so. I mean, there's there's no party affiliation to mental illness. Great Scott. From the Washington Post, George Santos faces new motion to expel him from Congress. We, we need him. Like I was saying earlier this hour, we need George Santos during these heavy, violent, divided times. He's, he's a congenitally lying, fat, thieving clown. We need a clown. From Radar Online, losers. Megyn Kelly slams parents of Gen Z kids who shared Osama bin Laden's 2002 Letter to America on TikTok. We covered that yeah. yesterday. Megyn Kelly yeah. went after them. Yeah, good. Good. Oh, you know, somebody sent this along. Jeff, who is, I've called an honorary producer of the show because he, he sends so much great material to us. But there's part of the letter from bin Laden about Joe Biden that nobody's talking about. Really? Yeah, I don't know if it's legit. It looks legit. But we'll get to that in a few. And finally, from the Babylon Bee and also our listener, Phil, who sent this over to Mailbag, Target releases trans-Muslim Chinese quadruple amputee Santa. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Give me that list again. A trans-Muslim Chinese quadruple amputee Santa. Oi. That's quite right. the list. Yeah, uh, some gender-bending uh, madness next hour. Hope you can stay tuned for that. Also, explaining why there's no way Xi Jinping can can deliver on that fentanyl deal. He might make a few meaningless gestures in that direction. And I wish he could. But it was some really good analysis, so uh, stay tuned for that. So I, I am offering this to you full, fully disclosing that I don't know if it's legit. Um, but this is the last part of the Osama bin Laden letter all over social media. Um. Now, clearly, this was in the time of Obama. So, uh, and I don't know the dates of everything concerned, honestly. I can't remember um, when that, that infamous letter that has swayed so many young Americans, particularly young women, uh, judging by TikTok. Um, I'm not sure this is verifiable. But anyway, uh, and he's talking about uh, various folks he mentions. Um, 
One in Pakistan, the other in the vicinity of Bagram, Afghanistan. These two groups were to be tasked with reconnaissance of Obama's or Petraeus' visit to Afghanistan. Uh, however, if they receive news of the arrival of Joe Biden, the vice president, Gates, Mullen, or Holbrook, they must not target any of these four. The focus must be on Obama and Petraeus. The reason not of focusing on Obama specifically is that he is the head of disbelief and his assassination will leave Biden in charge of the presidency for the remaining presidential term. Biden is totally incapable of assuming this office and his assumption of power will push America into a deep crisis. <laughs> it seems a little too perfect to me. It has that smell. Um, but I'll look into it, see if we can verify this. Uh, stay tuned if you can. If you can, grab the podcast later. Subscribe to Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.